Hey, this is Mark. And this is Andy. And welcome to another episode of Two Idiots That Don't Know Baseball, Talking Talkin baseball. baseball. Well, it's been a long time since I spoke with Andy. Yeah, uh, he uh, apparently wouldn't let me come to work and, until we settled this uh, collective bargaining agreement. Well, this is actually my choice. I didn't want to see Andy, so it wasn't COVID or anything, uh, you know, New York City rules. But welcome to another episode, and we're going to talk New York hold baseball. On, hold on. So you were colluding with the owners to keep the players locked out simply so you and I didn't have to see each other? Actually, I was calling the Steinbrenners every day to say, we really don't need to settle anytime soon. So that's why, okay, so that's why it took six weeks or six weeks or eight weeks or I don't even know. I finally lost track. And then the Steinbrenners told me this is costing millions of dollars. And I said, I really don't see like even in people's jobs, jobs. I said, I just didn't feel like seeing Andy. That was all worth it. At well, the end of the day, the bottom line is millions, it is what it is. Millions were lost, but Andy and I will get the full 162 game season. Yes. So with that being said, let's talk about the strike, Andy. Yeah. I, uh, well, come on, Mark. It wasn't a strike. It was a lockout. Oh, it was uh, a the lockout. strike is when the players choose not to play. The lockout is when the owners essentially go on strike. See, as a baseball fan, Andy and I, we, we talked about this earlier. We're both baseball fans. We 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 enjoy disagreeing with each other, but we do agree. With, we both love the game. Love, love the game. And I was around for the, the last few work strikes. Stoppage. Well, the, the yeah. work stoppage 94 was the last 90, one. 94 was a great year for the Yankees and the Expos. Yeah. And, and now the Yankees were actually probably going to win the World Series. But then greediness got in the way, of mm -hmm. course, and then greediness comes again. I think it was worse in 94, though, because they walked off midseason. Of course. And they At least this, I think there was an attempt to do it in the offseason. So they can have it figured out before they lose any of the season. Yes. See, but what was, you know, like, people think that baseball fans are idiots, and we're not. Well, we're two idiots. Yeah. But there's... We don't a, know anything about anything. Anything, anything about anything. The, the baseball is a money revenue machine yes and it can and it reaches all parts of the world mm -hmm. latin america asia even europe now yeah, yeah. even europe the best players the best players right now in mlb is a japanese born player and a dominican player uh no, no. who jacob de grom who was yes, born no. in florida oh, all I'm, right? I'm talking about all-around player not a pitcher oh. not a pitcher uh, oh. and jacob de grom doesn't count because he misses like one two-fourths of the season we're talking about 162 season but <laughs> let's talk about the strike the everything was figured out just on just in time where fans are going to get what they want there's a lot of rule changes but overall it benefits the game with the pay um payrolls are going up uh, with, of course, the Yankees and the Mets, both of our teams mm -hmm. in the top three. Well, hold on, hold on. I got to stop you there. Payroll going up. The Mets, it helps the Mets. The Yankees aren't increasing payroll. You're the cheap yes. team in New York now. We, we are. We are. We right? we are the penny pinchers. You're like the Tampa Bay Rays. You when just be the Rays. No, we're going to be the Rays, but we're, we're going to have a worse record than them. Yeah. Uh, and double the if, payroll. Double the payroll. So this, with the few changes that I was talking about with the strike, they've implemented the DH rule for both the AL and the NL, mm -hmm. which is going to help out tons of players so they can you know have their career but i do longer uh, as a national league fan i am going to miss the tactical <laughs> decisions seriously because having yes. a pitcher hit changes the way you manage a game of course, of course now one of the rules that even though they have the universal dh from what i understand like a guy like shohei otani if he's pitching and he comes out of the yes. game as a pitcher he stays in as a dh yes. it's called the otani rule so it, whereas before, if he was out, he was out. You had to substitute him in yeah. both ways. 
and there's not that many players like Otani where he's the only one. I think. Uh, well, I think I think Degrom's a decent hitter, isn't he? Yeah, but I mean, I doubt. Yeah, but he's not a he's not going to hit five hundred foot home runs like yeah, Otani. Yeah, I think I think at the end of the day, you, you know, if you're investing thirty something million dollars in a guy. To pitch, you know, you don't want to risk him, you know, hurting himself running the bases. Yeah, that like, could, and that, I can see both both ends of it, but I mean, I understand people not wanting to risk a pitcher yeah. swinging a bat and hurting himself. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to hurt or help out the Angels because they have they have that stud where he can play, you know, five straight games and pitch one of them and still. But they don't know if they're going to overwork him or use him too much. Look what's going on with Trout. Trout is, you know, Trout is one of the best players of all time but now injuries are catching up to him yeah uh, well it's unfortunate that someone of his greatness, greatness I think I think maybe I'm wrong I think he made you the are. playoffs once you are wrong yeah you are wrong he he he's one of the he's the Mickey Mantle of our day you want to see him as a champion I think it helps the whole sport I think it helps its its it national it, prestige it, to have good guys like that win. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, even the Braves won. What was it? Uh, what's his name out of the lineup? Fred, who? Soto. Uh, Acuna. Acuna. Yeah. Even Soto's Nationals. Yeah. Yeah. Soto is with the Nationals. Acuna was was injured, and it you know, and they still won. And but it, it would have been really good to see someone. You know, he's a young guy too. Yeah. And see him as a champion. I think it, it it's appealing to see a young champion. You know. Yeah. Also, with this DH rule, guys like Pujols can now aim for 700, 700 home runs. He just signed a contract with the Cardinals. He says this is his last year. It's great for St. Louis Cardinals fans. Great for baseball. If, if he, if I don't he, know. What were his numbers last year? Well, you his, know how many All-Star games he's made since he went to uh, Anaheim? No, but... Uh, One. Wow. One. That's kind of that big. Imagine signing the, con you know, signing the guy to that kind of contract but when he was with the Cardinals he won his World Series he clearly signed with the Angels for the money he you know the Angels were not gonna win anytime soon and that's why they got rid of him yeah well you know what talking to uh talking to all the girls about you they, they talk about how Mark used to look 20 years ago I said, yeah, yeah yeah but I'm not with the Mark 20 years ago <laughs> yeah. right I'm with the Mark now yeah, yeah yeah 20 years ago I was a stud now I'm Albert Pujols <laughs> yeah where it's like you're lucky if you get like five home, home runs out of him with also changes the the payrolls go up. The luxury taxes are still there. Um, that's why the Yankees have become the cheapskates of New York, even though they're in the top three. Well, the Mets are number one, right, in payroll. I think it's the I think it's the Dodgers, Yankees, and Mets. But that could change. That could change. The Dodgers are up there now because they signed Freddie Freeman with a huge contract, which leads us into free agency talk. Uh, Andy and I haven't spoken to each other since, I believe, November about the free agency. And now the big free agents didn't come to, well, they didn't come to the Yankees. Freddie Freeman, uh, he went to the Dodgers. Carlos Correa went to the Twins. The Yankees missed out on a great opportunity to have a young shortstop like that. The Mets, on the other hand, they got, if not the best pitcher in the game, Max Scherzer. No, they had, they had the best pitcher in the game. Right. They, of course, they had the Grom, but it doesn't hurt that you have. Oh, it sure is it? Yes, does, I, doesn't I, hurt that you have like a four or five time. How many signings does this guy have? He has all. I, I think three. Yeah, he, uh, he, 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 I think he's one. But he's just he's been such a, such a dominant pitcher. Yeah. Um, one of the things though is that uh, what Scherzer signed, and and um, I think that's going to be a lot of the new types of free agent deals. These these high money, money short term short, deals, short term deals, because so a three year deal. The baseball wants to know these teams want to get 
as much as out in two three years than they would yes. like seven to nine year contracts. and they're willing to pay a little more because they're, you know what even if it, it doesn't pan out in a few years you're out of the contract yeah yeah like carlos correo signed a i believe a three-year deal with the twins the Yankees could have... And he can opt out after, after, after every year. After every year. The Yankees, they missed out because they believe in their minor league system, which, rightfully so, their minor league system hasn't been the same since Gene Michael. Um, well, well, I don't know. Who, the Yankees... Cano, Cano, granted, he's older now, but he was a good guy coming out of the system. Yeah, but, you know, steroids was also a good thing coming out of the system, too. <laughs> and we haven't seen Robbie Cano since he he went to the Mariners. He, he's been a missing link. I, yeah. I think he's out of baseball now, isn't he? No, no, he's on the Mets. He's starting. Yeah, no, no, no. That's considered out of baseball. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, he was, uh, I remember he got suspended for steroids and he got injured. Was it last year? So which, he got which was a good thing for the Mets. Which was Well, no, so he got suspended uh, a few years back with Seattle. Yes. And he missed, that was his first. That was his first. He missed a chunk of time. Then with the then Mets. He, then he had a, a kind of... Eh, an okay first season with the Mets, not not worth the money he's he's paid. The second season he did much better, and that was during uh, COVID, the shortened season. But what happened? He had a great season, tested positive for steroids. So it makes you wonder if the steroids are what makes him a great player. And then he was suspended all of last year, and I believe there's he is this year and next year, maybe even one more year after that. Yeah, the Mets, uh, the Mets will still be paying Robbie Cano, Bobby Bonilla. The, the Mets are... Well, didn't Bobby Bonilla, he was the highest paid player in baseball yes. at one point. This Bobby year, Bonilla right? was the highest paid player from, I think, November this... to the beginning of March, which yeah. is crazy. Um, they also mentioned Ken Griffey still gets paid by the Cincinnati Reds, but that's but they believe his contract was a little different than Bobby Bonilla, which is going to last until... Well, Griffey the, was a much better player. A hundred times better. Uh, going into free agency, other players, the Red Sox signed Tim Story... Uh, Trevor Story, I'm sorry, Trevor Story. The Rangers um, redid their infield. The Rangers did redid an infield. The Yankees made trades for Josh Donaldson, which leads me into... Well, there's one more free agent that's still out there that... Oh, Michael Conforto. Yeah, uh, so, uh, you know... His choices, is, his choices is either the Japanese Baseball League or the Australian Baseball League. So the Mets offered him a qualifying offer. Now, he was a, he was a very... He was a good player for years, but last year he had a terrible, terrible year. Which, Mets, which you don't want to have in your free agent Yes, year. in your walk year. And then the Mets offered him a qualifying offer, which, listen, it's up to him. But you know what? You, you take the one-year deal. You build up your value. I think he's 28 or 29 years still old. Still young. Still young. You, you know, you do better, and then you move forward after that. He is represented by Boris, which can work against you, you know, especially, you know, because yeah. this guy wants the most amount of money. And I think the market is dictating that Conforto isn't worth all that, all that much money. money. And then you had the lockout, and the lockout hurt. People These because players. there you had l a lot of time where there was no uh, no transactions at all. Yeah. So you know who's gonna who's gonna sign Conforto now? The Mets have their outfield now. They have Nimmo, Castro, uh, Starling. Uh, I'm sorry, Ke Marte. Marte. Um, and um, God, the other free agent they signed in the offseason. It doesn't matter. I should know this is a Mets fan. Plus you have Jeff McNeil and JD Davis. That'll go in and out of there. So I don't think there's room even on the Mets anymore for uh, Conforto. For Conforto. Well, the Yankees, the Yankees, their outfield is going to be consisted of Judge, which I've told Andy numerous times. He'll be on the Mets next year. Got it. He might be. The Yankees need to make a commitment to Judge. They need to stop playing games. The guy is going to be their captain, and they're prolonging it because they think that his injuries are going to be 
either an, uh, an issue with all those muscles. They think that he might be another Stanton. Uh, we have Aaron Hicks coming back, Stanton, and they they keep on going back to this uh, Gardner, Brett Gardner. Uh, he's the free agent, though. I yeah, think. yeah. He's I think I believe he's 38, 39 years old. They they still think that he's you know. They think that he's a fountain of youth that he he's gonna go back to the way he was 10 15 years well, ago They're not. in their defense that always happens with people they get older yeah. and then they go they revert back to yeah. being younger and they, they don't get hurt and they're faster and yeah. I'm Andy told me before that Every all the Yankees fans that he spoke to are not very positive on this season and I'm one of them before I spoke before The strike I told Andy and I said oh, you know the Yankees can sign Carlos Correa, Freddie Freeman. I know, thought I thought that they would go with Freeman. I thought we were going to have the pick of the litter, and at the end of the day, we got a thirty-seven-year-old third baseman from the Twins. I, I believe Josh Donaldson. We don't know. I don't know how his injuries are going to hold up. They uh, I forget the other guy's name from the Rangers. Uh, uh, Ika Finsler. Yeah, he has like a double like last a, name. He's like a double Australian Hawaiian name. Can't figure out. We have we we get we signed. Anthony Rizzo, we got rid of Luke Luke Voigt. Voigt. Um, who was it? I don't think he was blending into the Yankee system. Home run guy, injured. Just the Yankees, we finally got rid of Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez was such a huge problem for the Yankees. Basically helped Joe Girardi get fired or yeah, replaced. I agree. Because he was lazy, and the Yankees are now facing that. What are we going to do with them? He'll probably be one game. of these guys that does better outside of New of York. Course. And that happens even with with uh, you know with the Knicks and you'll see it with other teams yeah. is that New York, with New the York, Jets and Giants. Yeah. New York holds back players from their true potential. Well, to an extent. There are certain people I think where the the spotlight and there's nothing wrong with this, but the spotlight is it's tough. Yes. The media is tough. It's tough. We might have discussed this in a, in a earlier episode where you know you 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 go 0 for 4 with four strikeouts yeah. and every player has done that at, at one point in their career. Maybe not Joe DiMaggio, but they've all done it. And you, you know, you're you're playing at a, in a smaller city or or a smaller market, and you have one guy from the local station ask you a question, and that's it. That's it. In New York, you got to have the Post, you got to have the Daily News, New York One, ESPN, SNY, Yes Network, ten ten win seven seventy, and they're asking you the same questions over and over again. And you have reporters who have their little podcasts, like you know. Little to, low lives from low Queens. Lives, low lives from Queens, low lives from Long Island. And they're asking you, why did you go 0 for 4? You know, why couldn't you hit a home run like you usually do? It's yeah. players in Tampa don't have these issues. That's why, like, I'm and I'm jealous of other teams like Tampa and Toronto. They don't have the media like New York, which grills our best players. They, mm-hmm. they, they won't let Judge or Stanton off. Stanton has... But Stan's done well. I don't think yes, anyone busts Stan, his chops too Stan, much because he's not a jerk. Yeah, two years ago, the Yankees wouldn't have gone so far without Stanton. And last year, Stanton had a good season. But to the New York media, he's been a bust. He's not a bust with me. Judge is not a bust. They just expect players to hit 1,000. hit Which is which is completely 60 irrational. 60 home runs and driving 200 RBIs. Because they look at other players on what they're doing and they, they expect the same you can't look at toronto and expect vladimir guerrero i told my friends all three of them that if vladimir guerrero jr came to new york he would have someone would find a problem with him like mm-hmm. oh you didn't you, you didn't hit that ball far enough vladimir they would someone would grow vladimir guerrero jr that's why he needs guys like that camp to come, can't come to new york freddie freeman is a great guy. What I've gotten from him from TV, just an overall His great teammates. Player, great teammates. 
he was not going to come to New York. Why? Why? Unless you overpaid him. Yes. Why would a guy like him who just won a World Series want to come to a microscope of a baseball community? Do you, know, well, you know why? I think I think this is maybe I'm just saying this because I was born and raised in this part of the United States. But when we could overpay you, that's why you came here because because yes. you could make the money and you had. We were just slamming the media market, but we're talking about the news media market. With the other media market is your your ad revenue or your endorsements yeah. or all these things. When you're in New York City, there is so much money, and it's such a small area, and a lot of it's entertainment based. And as as a very popular or successful entertain entertainer, you have access to profit from that. Yeah. But with the market, I think shifting, especially with the internet and and with revenue sharing is you can make that similar amount of money in St. Louis yeah. or in Minnesota. So there's less incentive to come to a place where you don't get paid as much and you get your chops busted all the time. time. But so when, yeah, it's yeah. rough. And the, I think the only sport and Andy, you can tell me if I'm wrong. I think You're wrong. The, I'm wrong. The only sport sport in New York that I think can thrive today is the, is the NHL is hockey because we grill the NBA, we grill the Knicks, we grill the Mets, yeah. the Yankees, we grill the Jets and the Giants. The Rangers and as, the Islanders. Yeah. yeah, the Rangers Islanders had a great season last year. They're not having a spectacular season uh, this year. The Rangers are top five NHL teams because the, well, they're a good yeah, team, but at the same time, yeah, it's rare when remember when, they were rebuilding. Yeah, no one, no one was no, like, how long is yeah, it going to take? Yeah, how, long how long is it going to take? take? They gave him, they yeah. gave him like the yeah. I don't think Andy and I we've had numerous arguments and fights. Andy and I have never argued about the New York Rangers or the New York Islanders. No. That's one thing we will not fight about. We can argue about who makes the best roast beef sandwich. Yeah. We can argue about, like, you know, who has the better car. Who has the worst car. Who has the worst car, actually. Who has the worst, who has worst handwriting. Worst Even hand though we type everything, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just. But that's the point of, of New York sports. Like it's it's tough to to repeat those Yankees from the nineties. It's tough to get those eighty six Mets. You can't have guys like Doc and Oh, Dara. you couldn't do that now. You couldn't do that now because God forbid, imagine if you are in a bar having a drink with Doc or Daryl. That would be on Instagram, well, Twitter. A few months ago I went to this at a bar out in uh in Nassau County. A bar called Mulcahy's, it's in Montau. Nice place. They had a, it was called the Queens Baseball Convention, even though it was in Long Island. But, you know, they had old Mets. They had people from, the, you know, from all over the Mets organization there, whether it be players or executives or, or scouts. And, and they, you know, it was cool. It was fun, especially if you're a fan. And they had um, one of the guys that worked with the 86 team. I, for, I forgot his name. And I don't exactly remember his title, so I don't want to say it and, and misquote it. But there was a Q&A and someone asked him, how would it be running the Mets today or running, you know, doing stuff with the players today with the way social media was? And all the guy did was laugh. And his answer was, it would have been very, very difficult. Difficult, yeah. And because you have guys doing things that, you know what, and let's, let's, let's not beat around the bush. They weren't acceptable back then. We like to reminisce and go, back in the day, things were great. No, back in the day, there were so many more things to worry about. That even though you thought it was wrong, you didn't have the spare time or energy to complain about it. Whereas now you pick up your phone, you flip your thumbs a little bit, and, and you make a complaint on Twitter or Instagram or some, and, some, some and, other form of social media. And everyone knows about it. Yes. So, well, so then, you, you know, the reality is it does exist today. 
So how do you how do you then build those dynasties though with the world the way it is now? You can't. Oh, I don't know about that. I I, I don't think you can. I, it's I was I told Andy months ago. I watched a great uh, documentary. It was on the '86 Mets. Like what Andy was talking about. You couldn't do even though it that was, was a great documentary. Yeah, it was even though it was frowned upon. You know, cocaine, alcohol, womanizing. When I watched this series, I found out more about Keith Hernandez, Bobby Ojeda, which I still love him to this day. I'm not a Mets fan, but I love I loved those '86 Mets. Oh, it was par yeah. for the course because yes. the, the, with yes. the rock music and the big yes. hair talk, and the over the topness. Yeah, it yeah. was like the '86 Mets was. It was the United States at that yes, time. The '86 Mets was basically WWF actors. It yes. was basically Andre the Giant. Rock and roll night party you know, every like, day. Yep. Andy, you're a huge wrestling guy. Remember when WrestleMania came? And guess what? So Vince McMahon, brilliant entrepreneur, genius himself. When I was a kid, the biggest event in WrestleMania was the was when you got all the stars in one ring, and it was I forgot what the name of it. Well, the, well it was called like we a, had a battle royal. Battle Royal. So you would have in the same ring Hogan, Andre the Giant, Iron the Sheik, Nikolai Volkov, uh, Jake the Snake. So you had Randy Savage, Randy Savage, the Steamboat. Yep. So to, as a kid, you your eyes couldn't you couldn't believe what your eyes were seeing. You had the best wrestlers all in one stage, and they were fighting to get that. I thought that was the '86 Mets. The '86 Mets was just a bunch of characters. Jake the Snake, Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, 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 you couldn't and. And the, the thing is, those players, like I, like Keith Hernandez would smoke cigarettes in the dugout. Mm -hmm. If you caught a player right now in MLB smoking a cigarette in the dugout, oh. Do you know he, what recent player would go into the tunnel and smoke, though? Who? Yohannes Cespedes. Okay. Big right. smoker. Yeah. A few of them do that. Cespedes signed a contract with the Mets. Haven't seen that guy since. No, I think, he, and he was only thirty-five he, allegedly when he. He, um, I believed he hurt himself on his farm in a boar. Like so a, he was um I, again I don't know this I'm not a boar hunter but apparently you dig holes and you, you catch boar they fall into the holes and I guess he caught himself yes. yeah he <laughs> caught, he caught himself and he ended up having surgery which he shaved like shaved a few inches or off of his height so that was so the Mets organization never really had an answer why Cespedes. well that's when they they had the um. But he was caught. Well, they golfing. they ended up like shave. Like, well, they not he not only shaved his ankles. They shaved a lot of money off his contract. <laughs> I think he was supposed to make thirty million dollars, and he got paid nine or maybe less. Yeah, so he got shaved. And then month. during the COVID season, he ended up uh, opting out, and that was the end of it. He's never played anywhere since. Yeah, like get it back to our point with, you know, New York. The New York sports market doesn't allow a player to be himself. These players. Very corporate, we, unfortunately. We over very... we overpay for players to come here after their their peak of their career. So we get them either at either end of their career. We always and the like we always mess up with the draft. It doesn't matter what sport it is. It could be the Knicks, it can be the Jets and the Giants. Somehow over the years we've we don't know how to draft or do research on players. So the Yankees, getting back to my Yankees, where did we go from getting guys like Bernie Williams? Uh, Jorge Posada, Derek Jeter. We used to get the best of the best, and we believed in the youth back then. We got away from that for such a long time. Can't blame. I can't totally blame Steinbrenner. I do blame Brian Cashman because people say he's the greatest GM or one of the best GMs. He out is there. one of the best GMs. As a, I'm telling you, as a, as a fan of a team that doesn't win yes, a lot, I, a, I would love to have a GM that built a yes, perennial winner. As a Yankee fan, I can say. I don't like him as a GM because 
I think he in, inherited this team from. Um, yeah, for, but but if he from, inherited the team, I think Bob Watson, right? Bob and then, Watson. And then Watson. He, and Watson inherited from Michael. So it's yeah. we're always the Yankees are always inheriting something. Yeah, but you got to think he inherited the team we like twenty years ago. Yeah. So the whole system's different. You can't have, you can't we, say that he inherited we, a good team. We haven't won a World Series since two thousand nine. Really? You know, the last time I won a World Series was eighty six. I was <laughs> I was eleven years old. I remember that. I I, I that was that's my running joke with Andy. I can always remember where I was. In '86, I was I was playing in the playground, <laughs> and now I'm 46 years old, and all I want is just the playoffs. So, the the Mets, I I, I can't speak on the behalf of the Mets. I don't know where they're going with their future. But the Yankees, the Yankees brought up Gary Sanchez, which is now he's traded. Uh, Gleyber Torres, we got in a trade with yeah, the Cubs. Did they get him as a minor? As yeah, a minor, yeah, as yeah, a um. Yeah. They got him in the minor leagues, so you could say they developed him. Because so, if you trade for talent and then that you you kind of sculpt them and then you bring yes. them up, they are in a sense homegrown. Well, yeah. the The thing is with me, I don't like players that were like, "All right, we got him through a trade, okay." Um, and like, I'll be fine if you got him through a trade, either single A or double A. But when you get a player that's already played triple A, has been up to the major leagues, and you get him, you really can't say that it's not homegrown. I see that. I can see that. Like Glaber Torres, we got him through the Cubs. the The Cubs that was like their number one mm-hmm. prospect, and we traded him for Chapman, which we ended up both getting back. How much more years? No, no we, well, they traded Chapman. For yeah, Chapman to get him, and then we got Chapman back yes. through free agency. But how many more years can you hope and wish? And that's the problem with this Yankees payroll. Brian Ka- Steinbrenner Steinbrenner Jr. made a great point. He said he's not his. He's not his father. His father would spend all the money to buy the top tier players. Steinbrenner's getting away from that. But sooner or later, it's going to bite him. Where New York Yankee fans, who are, there's ton, millions of loyal Yankee fans, but you're start, going to start getting the Yankee fans who are going to become disgruntled because we look at the other baseball teams, how they're developing their youth. Like Fernando Tatis, we all get I'm jealous. I'm I Andy, I'm jealous. Yeah, but he's he's a different player. Yes. I think what you should worry about are the Blue Jays. Yes. When I but that's the thing. When I look at what other major league baseball teams are dishing out, I want the same. So I'm at the I'll be at a birthday so it's like me being at a birthday party. I want everyone's cake. I want to taste everyone's cake. Fernando Tatis If you guys could see Mark, you'd understand. Yeah, you'll understand eats, why eats I eat so much cake. cake. So Fernando Tatis, uh, Vladimir Guerrero, da- uh, Dante Bichette's kid, B- uh, Bo, I believe, or and even the, or the Craig even, uh yeah. What's his name? You're looking at the players yeah. in Atlanta and yeah, Washington, Washington. Acuna and uh, Soto. Soto. Yeah. So, so you're seeing what the other teams are developing, and you're just like, how come we are not developing players like this? When you well, have, there is a reason. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think you're getting ahead of yourself, right? Mm. This is something that had to be addressed in this with this lockout. Is you had teams. Like Houston, that tanked for years and accumulated draft yes, picks. One of the that. Yankees, it's not, it's, it's, it's an issue, but it's not a problem. It's the Yankees have been perennially good, so they haven't had those top picks for a while. Yeah, yeah. But, and how do you build a system when you're never really yeah, out of it? Out of it. And the, but the Yankees, the Yankees are not allowed to be in last place. They can't finish in last place because they would be on the front cover and the back cover of yeah. the New York mm-hmm. Post, the New York Daily News. That's why I get frustrated. Okay, you have a, a $250 million payroll, and what do you have to show for it? You, you know, it's just like, yes, we have Garrett Cole, who is a stud, 
But what happens after Garrett Cole? Luis, Luis Severino is coming off of an injury. I forgot the other, uh, Domingo Herman. Yeah. Uh, he was suspended and then he got injured. So Was he the one that smacked Chris Rock in the face on the stage? Yes, yes. Oh. It, was, it was actually him at it the Oscars. It was, Domingo Herman was actually won. Acting as... He actually won the best actor for the. Uh, for, portraying for King, Will Smith. For, for King Richard. For portraying King, Will Smith. Yeah, who portrayed Will Smith? <laughs> and he it's, smacked him as Will it's, Smith. It's one of those, yeah. those, those movies that's rough to watch, but it's actually Domingo Herman. Well, you were talking about, about wrestling before. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is before I was born. There was a comedian named Andy uh, Kaufman. Of course. And there was a movie uh, Jim Carrey did about him called Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. But in the course of this, back in, you know, whatever this was, the late 70s, early 80s, they the wrestling would never admit that anything was staged. It staged. was all real. These guys had to be in character all the time. 24-7. And if they ever got quite out of character, a lot of times they'd be fired, you know, or, or at least fined and, and pulled off the air until, the you know, it kind of passed. But anyway, this guy Kaufman was a comedian, and he um, he called himself the intergender champion. And he would only <laughs> he would only fight women, you know. And he'd yeah. pick a woman out of the crowd, and he'd smack her around, and the, know, and, and it would get the crowd. The cr- yeah, because the crowd hated him. But the, and the woman would fight back and get a little bit of an upper hand and get happy. But at the end of the, at the end, he'd be a, you know he'd beat him up. He beat him, he'd, he'd smack him around and he'd win. Yeah. So Jerry Lawler, who uh, is now a, a commentator, he's older now, but he was a, a big name back in the day. And uh, they had this whole big, um, yeah. you know, this this whole f- um, feud. And it, I think it was on David Letterman. Yeah, Letterman. And uh, J- Jerry Lawler smacks Smack, Kaufman right across the face and hits him, him and hits him like out of the chair. You know, the yeah. whole chair flips. And, yeah. and then Kaufman throws water on him, and and everyone thought it was real. Then he comes back with a neck brace, and he's gonna sue Letterman. He's gonna sue. He's gonna sue everybody. And. And I, I do wonder if this whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing is that, you know, where where they're just staying in character and he's even cursing at him. Yeah. Like where Kaufman is like, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you for everything you have. You hillbilly. And he's yeah. ripping him. I wonder if Will Smith and Chris Rock are doing that. It's funny you bring up Chris Rock and Will Smith. So Chris Rock is actually on tour. It's a comedy tour. He's a and, Mets fan too. Yeah, he's a Mets, he's a Mets fan. I hope so. Uh, I heard Will Smith is a, is a uh, national fan. That's why he just went up to slap him. So <laughs> that's it's funny you say because Chris Rock, Philly's fan, wasn't he from Philly? Philly, yeah, born and raised yeah. on the playground where he spent most of yeah. his days. Yeah, yeah, went to Philly. Chilling Bengals. out, Max and Rack, <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah, I like that show. <laughs> what if uh, so with wait, <laughs> yeah, with, with Chris Rock, he's on tour, he's on comedy tour, and his tickets, the ticket prices have like quadrupled since the academy so maybe See, maybe it was all it was all it's all kayfabe thing to drum up for the wrestlemania yeah, you know, the comedy yeah. mania yeah yeah so the same thing with josh donaldson josh donaldson called out garrett cole about you know the spider attack the spider attack and now guess what he, they're on the same team so they're best of friends it all works out yeah well, yeah it all well, works out that should be interesting though oh well, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Two Idiots That Don't Know Baseball, Talking Baseball. Wait, what were we talking about again? Baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.